Hello, and welcome to In the Limelight, Vanity Fair's entertainment and pop culture podcast. I'm Josh Duboff, Vanity Fair senior writer, and I'm here with Julie Miller, Vanity Fair senior Hollywood writer. On In the Limelight, we analyze the ins and outs of pop culture, entertainment, and celebrity from the past week, from the Kardashians to Kate Middleton and everything in between. So I feel like since the wedding, we've been in really intense royal mode and we're, we're basically sticking to that this week as well. We're, we're introducing a little bit of non-royal stuff back into the mix. But we will be talking about their uh, big day on Saturday at the Trooping the Color festivities where Meghan caused a scandal already. She's only two weeks into being a royal. We also are going to talk about another sort of undercover Kate George Charlotte outing, which was uh, involved some of the most, I don't know, I guess, surprising photos of them I feel like we've seen in a while. Definitely. This week, we're going to check back in with our girls shooting Big Little Lies season two. They have been providing all kinds of photo, I guess, madness on social media, lots of Instagrams. It seems like there are a lot of fun cast outings. So I'm excited to, to analyze those. I've kind of missed them, I think. When you just introduced that, I got excited to talk about them again. Right. Let's kick things off by discussing how the royal family celebrated Trooping the Color on Saturday. Josh, what can you tell us about this? Yes, it happens once a year. It's kind of considered one of the most, I don't know, it gets more attention than a lot of the kind of regular royal events do, mainly because everyone comes to it and stands on the balcony. This was a big one because it was going to be Megan's first Trooping the Color. Trooping the Color. Boy, did she turn it out. I mean, I feel like George, Charlotte, and Megan all got a lot of attention. We're going to get into the Megan part of it all, but I also feel like it's interesting to me. And Julie, I'm curious if you also think that there might be some sort of like, not conspiracy theory here, but Kate, Camilla, and the Queen all wore light blue sort of Ooh. this like baby blue powdered blue look. Megan wore like pale pink, very different color. I just can't imagine that's a coincidence. Don't you sort of imagine that they all are checking out what everyone's going to be wearing so that they aren't totally, you know, clashing? Either Megan knew they were all wearing blue and deviated or the girls don't like have a group text that Megan's not on and they were like we're going to all do blue girls and then Megan didn't get the memo. But there's something up with this. There's something up. Because I feel like it's unusual that Kate, the Queen, and Camilla all wore basically the same color. I love that you're essentially like hypothesizing that there are like crips and bloods in the royal families, but it's so high class that they don't do blue and red. It's like a baby blue and a blush tone. <laughs> a blush. But I guess I can't tell. I don't know. Do you think it's more likely that they would not have told Megan or that Megan would have known what they were doing and, and consciously done her own thing? I feel like maybe that's more likely, actually. Right. Like there was a group chain and everybody was like, I'm thinking blue, blue. blue, blue. blue. <laughs> and Megan just was like, OK, I'm going to do the exact opposite. And, and didn't respond even, like didn't even tell them what she was going to be doing. Exactly. Also, this morning I was talking to some people in the office about kind of the, her look over the weekend. And it was suggested to me, which I guess I hadn't really looked at too carefully but then uh, some, one of one of you tagged us in an Instagram story when I was kind of looking and noted the same thing, that she was wearing a lot more makeup and kind of had a more intense... It was also kind of her dress, which had a, a you know, sort of off-the-shoulder neckline. 
that compared to her wedding where it was all about sort of like the natural tones, like very minimal, this was a little bit more done up. Right. I, the fit was impeccable. So sexy, chic, which we'll get into the scandal of that in, in a minute. But maybe she got like a new makeup team, new tailor, like something yeah. has been switched out. It definitely felt different. And I can't tell sort of what the thinking was behind it or why that would be. But I felt like it was interesting that now that she's sort of making these regular appearances, maybe she's going to change up her look a little bit, as opposed to like her wedding, which was just her personal thing, you know? Right. But this seems like more Megan's actual style. It's a little racy. It's a little Mm -hmm. on trend. Yeah, no, it was great. She's wearing a sexy kind of off the shoulder Carolina Herrera dress. Josh, what would you call this color? A dusty rose? Yeah, like a... um muted rosé a dry rosé look or like pale i guess pink right it's not really pink though right it's more of like a mocha i don't know someone's going to have the exact color we look forward to that feedback there was some link i was looking at earlier which had like eight cheap knockoff kind of dresses of this dress that you could buy in like all different like pat like but it was like the same color but just in different cuts um but the reason this was controversial was because of the off the shoulderness and Kate Middleton has only worn dresses with sleeves that come past her elbow since attending her first Trooping the Color in 2011. Princess Diana never wore short sleeves in all of her years going to the event either. These were shocking statistics that I yeah, read. I love, I love how they're bringing out the history when they're like kind of trying to drag her. And then Traditionally, the Trooping the Color event is seen as a more formal day event, uh, Micah Meyer, a royal etiquette expert, said to people, I guess. In the past, we have seen female royals wearing conservative dress, much like that which you would see at a British wedding, closed toe shoes, stockings, hats, and dresses or skirts with a modest hemline and with sleeves. And then Joe Little, the managing editor of Majesty, I guess, which is a, ma- oh, yeah, a magazine, um, said... Majesty Magazine. We really should be working for that magazine. I know. I know. Are they hiring? We are available, Majesty. It was deemed by some people to be a little revealing, but personally, I couldn't see any harm in it. She looked great. I love that even these royal consultants are so afraid to say anything anti-Megan that they're just towing the line. I'm not sure. (sighs) I noticed that it was a little bit racier than maybe you would be used to seeing Kate wear for such an event. But it's certainly not wildly scandalous to me. I think it's it's pretty scandalous just because she's the new person on the scene. Mm, that's a good point. There are so many photos available of previous Trooping the Color balcony situations. So she could have had a lot of research. I feel like when you're the new good person point. on the scene, you aim to be a little more conservative, a little more safe. The tragedy of her dress choice, though, is that she's not going to be in the front row because there's such clear hierarchy. And it's just kind of sad to me because you don't pick that dress and want to be in the back row. Like, that is a front row dress. That's true. I saved it on my phone. Uh, someone, t- One of you guys tweeted us the picture, I guess. But it's like, Megan is so fully like in the shadows and the way that the setup is on the balcony. So, like, you have Kate was really the star of the setup she was right in front in the middle in this kind of very striking light blue dress looking great um like six weeks from having a kid and then 
Megan is fully lurking in the dark shadow, sort of behind where Kate and the Queen are. Also, there's all these cousins running around. I never really connected how many cousins George and Charlotte had, but some of those cousins were in the front row. I was like, it's like people are getting prime placement here. Uh, right. I guess when you're that short, you get you're allowed you just get to go shoveled the- into the front. I know. So Megan was technically in like the third row, if you think about it that way. I know. George and Charlotte also kind of upstaged things a little. I feel like Charlotte had sort of a tantrum. She had what looked to be like a 30-minute long tantrum, but then I watched the video and it was kind of incredible because Charlotte was kind of perched up on, it must have been a little step so she could see over the railing and she fell off the step and kind of had a moment where like her face fell. And I have never seen Kate Middleton react so fast. Her like reflex to calm Charlotte was incredible. She had picked the kid up, calmed her like within six seconds. She should be entered in some sort of Guinness Book of World Record. I don't even know. And didn't she, didn't she like pick her up too? Yes, she picked her up, calmed her, like set her down, fixed her hair within, it was like six seconds. It was really incredible. I've never seen such lightning fast reflexes. It's so intense to have to do that with like a young kid at such a public stage where everyone is watching you on this balcony next to the queen. Right. You have to be like very unflappable for that to work. I know because there there's more video of Charlotte just loving life, like waving, showing off that signature wave of hers, like clapping for the planes flying overhead. But we only see the meltdown. And then Savannah Phillips, who, oh, I didn't even know this, is 15th in line to the throne. Wow. 15th in line. I know. She is really the all-star. Why don't we see more of her? She had quite a weekend because she, uh, yeah, so she was pictured like doing sort of a pretending to conduct the band. And then she daringly put her hand over George's mouth, I guess, because he was singing. Right. Um, And that got obviously a lot of attention because there was a gift that someone made of it. It was cute. I was kind of like, I didn't really know much about her. So to have that be like your debut on the scene, I thought was kind of funny. Wait, I feel like there's a lot to unpack in your delivery of it was cute. Wait, so you were not impressed. You were not smitten with Savannah like the internet. I wasn't. I guess I was a little bit I, I needed, sometimes these things are so out of context. Like, what was George doing that was bad? I guess I'm just trying to defend George a little. Right, right. You feel, well, this is another thing. I feel protective of George. I went to the video again. Oh, yeah. Can you, could you get any insight from looking at the replay? She, at one point, tried to, like, shush him. She put her finger in front of her mouth, and he just kind of, like, giggled and kept on laughing and kind of singing. And then then she put her hand in front of his mouth, but he loved it. He was like laughing. Prince William, however, who is pictured right behind, you can see him kind of look down and see Savannah reach her hand over and he is not loving it. I think like the screen grab of his face in that moment became some sort of meme. Oh, William didn't like that Savannah put her no, he looked Hand he looked her. very unhappy. He looked unhappy, yeah. but it could have also been like a hungover unhappy. He just was not enjoying life. Yeah. I I wasn't necessarily sure I understood it. It, it, it 
there, there's, let's just say there's other George and Charlotte moments that I found more adorable. Okay. Well, I kind of like this friendship, though, this unlikely friendship between Savannah and George. Like, I would watch yeah. their buddy comedy or something. That's true. And I do like that maybe she can guide him a little bit through this weird world of royals. Because I didn't realize she's also the oldest grandchild. Right. Or, no, sorry, great-great-grandchild for the queen. Right. She is Queen Anne's. Uh, Anne is Elizabeth's only daughter. Um, Anne's grandchild. So, yes, and she has a younger sister named Isla. And they also were, we'll get in a second to the, the Sunday festivities, but that Savannah was also present for those. I know, this was another two-parter. But I wonder who got in the most trouble. Do you think Savannah was reprimanded at all because of that? Or do you think... Well, I was wondering, too, in the, you mentioned before the Kate uh, taking care of Charlotte in such quick speed footage. I really want to know what Kate whispers into Charlotte's ear that kind of gets her to immediately behave. You know, I feel like they all must be under such strict, like Charlotte and George, when they do one of these events, like they must be under such intense pressure to not like misbehave. Like, what do you think Kate whispers? I just, I don't know. I can't even imagine. Right. It's not like a safe word, but it's some sort of word that just <laughs> yeah, like, like, it's like now, now, you know, you have to get it together because like, this is not going to fly. It's like a lot of, pr- it's a lot of pressure. Right. What does she, what does she use to kind of bribe them in those moments? I would love to know. If we ever get to interview Kate Middleton, we will ask. I I did I thought it was a fun this was a fun one I feel like the Megan component the George and Charlotte component the an- introduction of Savannah Kate in the middle I feel like there was a lot going on also I see there you noted the um lip reading which I had not seen right the lip readers were going wild and I just love that all the photos like we see Kate we see Harry we see like the main players but whenever you see like them zoom out it's always so funny to me that there are like 50 additional people on the balcony on the balcony that you don't really recognize but lip readers, like the Daily Mail had their whole department on Saturday and they were just gauging every single little thing that Harry and Meghan whispered to each other. I guess at one point, Harry was kind of explaining what happens, like, and then the planes fly over. But like, wouldn't he have explained this beforehand? Weird. Right. And then at one point, all of the women curtsy, except for the queen, and you see Megan kind of looked up to Harry and she says, like, do it. And he responds, yeah. And she curtsies and like her curtsy is like a beat off. Like everybody else curtsies and she's not quite. Oh, I, on know, the I noticed that she was a beat behind. I totally agree with what you're saying. Like, I don't get why this isn't like worked out in advance. Is there no like rehearsal or not rehearsal, but like you just would have thought. I don't know, Megan's such a planner and so on top of things. I'm kind of surprised she doesn't kind of go through everything step by step. Right. Like, I could see her calling Kate the night before and being like, hey, just FYI, like, like rethinking this curtsy thing and, like, wanted to, like, know how that works. I feel like she likes to know everything in advance. This is literally the least spontaneous family Saturday that happens in the world. Like, there are dozens of videos she could reference for this. I don't know. Yeah, like, that's crazy. There's so much footage, as you said there's so many photos she can look to see what everyone was wearing what they did off the shoulder is such a bold look i just i have to say especially for afternoon this isn't like an 8 p.m situation it's very um yeah it looks like cocktail party attire i mean she looks incredible it's just funny too though because it's so different from what we're used to with kate and 
I guess she's leaning into it, but it's bold to make this for your first big event. Like, where is it going to go from here? And I, I think maybe it was in the people write up, but they noted that she keeps breaking tradition with like not wearing nude pantyhose to the engagement shoot. You know, like she signed an autograph and you're not supposed to. Like, I feel like this is going to be a running trope of like, how is she going to break protocol? How is she going to, you know, modernize things? And I think she's setting that, she's almost like setting it high so that it's clear that that's what her agenda is going to be. Right. Because this feels, I feel like it's intentional. I think you're right. Especially when they point out that Kate hasn't even like worn short sleeves and like, six years or something it's kind of crazy to a royal event i wonder if this means kate will bounce into one direction or another too either becoming more traditional even than she already is or if kate will get a little wilder well funny you bring this up i feel like this is a perfect transition to what the royal family did on sunday they went to a polo match um it was the maserati royal charity polo trophy in Gloucester, England. William was playing. Kate came with George and Charlotte and Savannah and Isla were there as well. The new all-stars. The new all-stars, but I didn't even put this together until you were saying, like, you wonder how Kate is going to kind of clap back fashion-wise. Kate, in a departure from her usual style choices, is wearing an off-the-shoulder dress. This one, again, from Zara, was like $70. But do you think that is a coincidence, Josh? I hadn't really thought about that aspect of it, but I don't think it is. I don't know if it's necessarily intentional, the off the shoulder part of it, but I did feel like the whole appearance felt a little bit like not calculating, but she knows what she's doing. This is such good PR for like her, the Royals, George, Charlotte being out like in a normal setting. I don't think it's a coincidence that this was like at this time, now that some of the like Megan stuff has died down, that we're seeing these kind of photos. Right. I feel like Kate like kind of decided she wanted to have this kind of outing. She clearly knew the photographers were going to be there. 100%. She looks amazing. She looks like resplendent and glowing. She is sort of just like doing really normal things like george has his slinky charlotte has her sunglasses they're like jumping over things they're like running around kate's getting up and running around and like i saw the daily mail ran something like kate channels princess diana because diana used to get involved in um like running around in the fields and stuff with harry and william i feel like this was kate really trying to I don't know, get back in the game a little bit. Right, because it's the most wholesome family photo series ever. Like, Kate and the kids are just watching their dad play. They're kind of playing in the grass. At one point, I think George and Charlotte have their shoes off. At one point, Charlotte is doing a handstand, which was very aerobic. I was very impressed by that. I mean, they were definitely not watching the game. I'll put it that way. (laughs) There was also the antics. It almost looks like they're doing a photo shoot. Obviously, it's not. But like, it's it's funny that there's like a polo match going on that we can't really see in the photos. But like, they're having such a good time with the cousins. Like George had a playing with a watch at one point. He's playing with handcuffs at one point. 
Like they have all these sort of props and toys. Like this, it was such an extravaganza. We should point out, right? They were toy handcuffs. They were not real handcuffs. Oh yeah, toy handcuffs. Yeah. But there was there was another strange photo of them playing with toy guns, which of course the Daily Mail broke out into like its own feature investigation. I was a little surprised by that, honestly. I was a little surprised, right, that the future king of England would be playing with just because you would think like Kate again. Where was that reef? like when she saw her kid yeah and the toy gun to me felt a little surprising i definitely felt though it was an interesting that this came the day after the whole trooping the color situation i mean it's so it's like so fun to read into this stuff maybe it's just a coincidence that it's happening right as this sort of like megan moment is going on but I guess maybe she just wanted a fun outing. I just feel like these these are these are they're so rare. We get this kind of like glimpse at them that it feels kind of interesting that the timing. Right. I I like the hypothesis, like the theory that maybe you know Kate was pregnant. She was like, okay, let Megan have her moment, and yes. then the second yes. she snapped back into shape, she was out. It is just so rare that you get like back to back days where they're out in front of photographers. For such an intense amount of time. Yes, agreed. I love it. All right, let's check in though with our big little lies pals. Was the bowling pictures a week ago? So they're filming season two right now. Right. They began production back in March. If you follow any of them on Instagram, you've seen like Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman, Shailene Woodley, Laura Dern. I'm just reading off all the cast members have really been you know, engaging the audience, sharing some really great behind-the-scenes snaps. Um, I'm just grateful to get any candid moment of Meryl Streep ever, so this has been kind of a delight for me. Were you surprised to see that Meryl has been so fully incorporated into the squad already that she's going on the bowling outings and such? I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm delighted by it. You know, why Why yeah. wouldn't Meryl be incorporated? And it seems like someone, someone reached out to us, um, one of our listeners, and pointed out that even Shailene, it seems like, yes. has been more included in the group. I was very surprised. I think one of the main things I've noticed from all their Instagramming is that Shailene is like so sort of excited and invested and part of the squad in a way that I never felt she was during the award season press cycle that they were doing for the show. And I feel like we noted at the Emmys parties and such, like Shailene wasn't really, I don't know, it seemed so much clearer that Nicole Reese and Laura were like the crew, but Shailene went to the bowling outing. She was like getting into the Instagram fun, like, doing like zoe kravitz is posting all these photoshopped images with like because she she was i guess at the bar when they took the photo when they were all bowling so then she posted uh like a photo where she was photoshopped in and shailene got in on that so i feel like shailene is really they all went to her movie i think nicole kidman instagrammed about her movie adrift she's fully in the family i can see i can see kind of reese though like at the end of last season she seems like such kind of like a den mother or something like sitting shailene down Mm. and saying like what can we do to make you feel included here maybe i'm this is clearly me just reading way too much into this no i know what you mean because also i feel or I could also see Reese saying to the others, like, we have to be better about including Shay. Right. You know, like, maybe she sent, like, a little email out before the season started. I feel like that that is definitely on point. If you don't mind, I would love to bring up the photo from Bowling to just do a full analysis. Is that okay? Of course. 
It was last weekend Reese posted a photo of she, Nicole Kidman, Meryl Streep, and Shailene Woodley all posing with bowling balls, all looking so happy. They've never been happier to be anywhere in their lives. Yeah, it's true. Nicole Kidman, amazingly, is wearing a hoodie. A hoodie, flat shoes. Like, God bless Nicole Kidman because she, you know she was not about to put her feet into those grimy bowling shoes. So it looks like she brought her own sort of like flats engineered for this exact purpose. I love, though, that Reese and Meryl are wearing the rental shoes. Interesting. You're right. I had not noticed this. Right. This is the analysis I needed. Also, are we, side note, are we surprised Nicole owns a hoodie? I am so surprised. I actually don't think she owns a hoodie. I think she was cold. She's wearing some sort of white couture underneath. And then someone... Right. She grabbed, like, she had some assistant go out and, like, either get a cashmere hoodie or she just took someone else's. Josh, is that Sh- Shailene's character's hair? Is that her real hair? I I, it's, it's, I love that you went there because I was about to ask, like, what is going on with Shailene's look? This this must be her character's hair. Black hair with uh, like very bangs. prominent bangs. Very yeah. prominent bangs. Josh, who do you think is the best bowler? <laughs> who scored the most? Is that how you play? Mm. Is that how you play bowling? <laughs> I think that this is hard. I want to say Reese or Shailene is the best bowler of the four. Um, I feel like Reese after like two glasses of white wine maybe is like really competitive and, and like, and pretty good. Like I feel like once she kind of gets into it, she's good. But before she maybe, if she's not into it, she's like distracted. Shailene, though, I feel like is actually just a good bowler, like surprisingly. And then, I don't know, it's so hard to imagine Nicole like rolling a bowling ball. I just cannot see her doing anything that pedestrian. Right, like her wrist physically does not move in that yeah, direction. It's just, I cannot, I just physically, mechanically, I just cannot picture any of it. See, I love the idea of the three of them doing something competitive and I just, sorry, discounted Shailene. I just knocked her out of that grouping. I love the idea of the three of them doing anything competitive because they're all Oscar winning actresses. I feel like they're all fiercely competitive, kind of tight Type A, and I feel like even if they've never picked up a bowling ball in their life, they got on that lane and sat down, and they just were there to win. You think Meryl's good? Has she ever bowled before? She used to bowl before. I don't think she owns her own ball, but I think she's bowled before. She knows her way around. One of those, uh, what do you call those hand fans? (laughs) Oh, do you think they use one of those? You know those things that they put in the bumper so that it can't go into the. Gosh, me trying to talk about bowling is like not, no one wants to hear this. But you know, when they they do the bowl, it can't go in the gutter, the gutter, that's what it's called. Do you think they put the blockades in the gutter? God, this is like a travesty, me trying to talk about bowling. Absolutely not. I do not, I do not think that at all. So you think that they were like, it was possible to really mess up? I feel like once this went at all poorly, like Nicole was not into it. I feel like she doesn't have time for anything that she's not like going to be in, you know, excited about. That's fair. That's fair. I feel like, I don't know. I think they really enjoyed it. I hope they did. But I really love if in case anyone hasn't, everyone hasn't seen Zoe Kravitz posted the same photo of the four 
with the caption, when you go to the bar and miss the photo shoot. So Zoe was there. She then posted one where she's photoshopped in, which I love. Oh my gosh, I didn't even see this one. And then it got even wilder. Then the next version is then Brad Pitt is in the mix. And then the caption for that one is, okay, wait, no. So this is actually how it went down. Haters will say it's photoshopped. And then finally, she gets Laura Dern in there. So this photo really like took on a life of its own. And Laura Dern is photoshopped. She must have been at like a Golden Globes or something. She's wearing this pink colored, salmon colored gown, lace gown, and holding like a fluorescent pink bowling ball. It's incredible photoshopping. What do we think of Brad Pitt being the choice that Zoe made to photoshop in? I feel like that's kind of a very, like the most realistic kind of shipping situation Brad Pitt has ever been in. I feel like there's definitely, like, that's a possibility. I agree. And I was wondering if this is kind of her way of doing, like, a coy flirtation. Yes. You know, if he if he sees this and then decides to, you know, maybe come visit set. I, I am also very, very intrigued. Wait, Josh, have you seen this, this other Zoe Kravitz photo of her and Shailene Woodley in front of a they're playing pool yeah wearing vike uh, shailene is wearing a viking hat this looks to be at the same establishment as the bowling alley or at least the same day because shailene is wearing the same outfit oh good call julie this is great investigative reporting so they're at some sort of weird like Chuck E. cheese style place right so they look to be in some sort of pool room Zoe is drinking a beer, wearing bunny ears, a cropped white men's t-shirt, which has never looked so good on any, slung on any other torso, and like white oversized sweatpants. She, of course, looks so sexy, and Shailene looks like we would all look. I can't wait to hear, I can't wait to hear how this is going to get finished. Shailene looks how we would look, posing with like our hot friend who always looks just cooler beyond belief. She kind of like that hat isn't the most flattering hat, but she didn't put on a Viking hat. I'm very intrigued by this. I guess we know Zoe and Shailene are friends. They were in Divergent together, which I only know because I just saw it in a comment. But it's kind of surprising, no? It's very surprising. They seem very different. I know. So another question I have from all of these and this analysis is, how much do we think this is real? Like, do you think that they all really do love each other, want to be hanging out, are super psyched for bowling night, uh, uh, know everything about each other? Or do you think it's a little bit more um, like they know this is kind of all good to promote the show? I think when it's like Reese, it's more like she's very much aware of like her marketing and integration. But I think I want to believe that like Zoe and Shailene, they're just living their best lives, right? They're actually pals. And I feel like Meryl maybe is a little skeptical, but I think Meryl is sort of on board. Right. I've just, I've never seen her grin that wide as she is in the, in the bowling alley. Like, I just want to know whose idea it was. Reese, 100%. You said that you have never been more sure of anything in your life. I feel like Reese is definitely the organizing factor. You know how you have that one friend who's, like, getting the friend group together and that if that friend, like, moved to a different city, the group would never get together. Like, the other people aren't actually connected, but, like, there's that one linchpin that's making it all work. Like, that's 100% Reese in this scenario. And then we should also touch on these kayaking photos, which... 
are wild. Wait, wait. Just a side note. Josh, did you know Nicole Kidman posted a photo from the royal wedding? Did you see this? In her ca- oh, her caption. Not, not like watching on TV, right? Watching on TV. Of like, and what did she write with her caption? Harry and Meghan walking down the aisle. Just divine. Like, that just seems like the most Nicole Kidman Instagram caption ever. Okay, sorry. Just divine. I want, like, a fragrance by Nicole. Like, just divine by Nicole Kidman that can make me embody her spirit. So these kayaking photos are weird. <laughs> Basically... It's like they're film. This is not that kayaking for fun. It's them filming the show, and it sort of looks like we have Shailene and Nicole in two different kayaks with Nicole's son on the show and with her and Shailene's son on the show with her. Nicole is having a blast, though. I've never seen her smile so gleefully. I don't really understand exactly like why they these two characters like what would bring celeste and jane together to kayak but i also like i'm curious how i don't know it's a little strange that we're getting these glimpses into the show i feel like season one came along and we really didn't know very much about it and now it's kind of funny that we're getting these little pieces here and there of like what scenes are going to be and who's going to be with who. And like, it's, it's, I hope it doesn't in any way affect the enjoyment of it. Right. Well, wasn't Nicole Kidman's son bullying Shailene's son? Isn't this how that season one went down? Maybe this is some sort of like, I don't know, mm. guidance counselor mandated like relationship therapy <laughs> that's a really good point i forgot that, about that is a that. wild leap but no 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 that's a good call but don't you feel like nicole looks i guess maybe this is part of the scene but she's just so exuberant she really is i this season two is going to take us in directions i really didn't anticipate like i did not anticipate that nicole kidman would ever be pictured in jeans or cargo pants i know we're really seeing a whole other side taken back on a two-person kayak like do you think nicole I, well, I guess we'll, well, I guess we have to wait and find out. I'm really curious what her character arc is going to be after kind of going through what her character did in season one. Right. The Daily Mail's crack squad uh, surmises that uh, the families appear to be racing against against each other for the scenes. <laughs> okay. I know. Well, it's like, thanks. Anyway, I feel like this is kind of reminds me of when like when Ocean's 8 was filming and we got those photos, like there's so much, so much now is about these kind of on-set photos where you get this glimpse. I wonder if bowling is for a scene. No, bowling was just for fun. That could be for a scene. It's the Daily Mail says that the next season will delve deeper into Bonnie as a character. Bonnie will struggle to cope with what she's done. Oh, right. Right. Killing Skarsgård. Right. Oh, and Streep's character will try to do some digging into her son Perry's death. Oh, I love this. I love that Meryl Streep is going to be like the detective. That's amazing. All right. Well, I I hope we get more paparazzi slash Instagram glimpses into this season. We need it and deserve it. Agreed. Let's set as deadpan as possible. 
All right. Well, that does it for this week's episode of In the Limelight. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please remember to rate, review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us to find uh, new listeners, and we really appreciate the feedback. Also, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at In the Limelight. You can also follow us individually. I'm at Julie W. Miller. And I'm at Jay Duboff. We're also on Instagram at In the Limelight Pod. This episode was edited and produced by Danielle Roth. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll talk to you next week. And until then, no No bad bad energy. energy.